This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Karate Chops. This is your IGN review of The Making of Karateka by Samuel Claiborne. We live in a time of exceptional video game quality and abundance. There's always too much to play, so it's all the more surprising that The Making of Karateka, which focuses on a game from nearly 40 years ago, totally captivated me. Part classic game collection and part documentary, wrapped in an interactive historical experience, The Making of Karateka follows the true story of a teenager's path to publishing a hit video game in 1985. And the story is a good one. While Karateka is not a particularly fun 2D fighting game to play, exploring its story in this weird and wonderful package is very much so. What makes this story extra special is twofold. First, the surviving documentation of college student Jordan Mechner, who went on to make the original Prince of Persia, creating a video game for the Apple II, Commodore 64, and other early PCs with the help of his immediate family, especially his father, is extensive and exquisitely preserved here. Jordan's personal journals and goofy development sketches, playable code of multiple game iterations, typewritten paper correspondence between him and his publisher, and even 3D scans of five-and-a-quarter-inch floppy disks with their original Sharpie on sticker labels, the amount of detail gets even more exacting from there. Second, Digital Eclipse's interactive timeline presentation of these documents, video segments, and, of course, the games themselves are irresistible to explore. This playable history platform debuted in Atari 50 last year, which scored a 9 on IGN. The experience is not passive, like a film documentary. There are little tools to compare audio and visual tweaks between versions, a timeline to check off your progress, and an entire playable version of Karateka, with developer commentary built right in. The commentary by Digital Eclipse developer Mike Micah is a documentary unto itself. Seemingly Karateka's biggest fan, Micah's explanation of why he loves this game goes well beyond the screen, and deep into the fragile balance of programming tricks that made smooth animation possible on a computer better equipped for primitive arcade ports. One of these ports, an Asteroids knockoff, was in fact created by a teenage Jordan Mechner. This remake is actually a much more fun version of Karateka, which still feels clunky and inaccessible in its original forms, of which there are five included in this collection, including ports and demos. Digital Eclipse's Karateka is definitely worth playing through, but only after watching the documentary and giving yourself some extra lives for some very important context. Without spoiling anything, the ending twist is both funny and shocking. The remade Karateka is the best game of the collection because it includes several enemies and instances that were conceived of and discussed in the documentary, but were not technically possible at the time. The significance of the remake's small expansions, like a puzzle with a larger cat, is heightened by listening to the developers talk about each one with lavish enthusiasm. It's infectious. Similarly, the inclusion of several 80s PC platform conversions, which we learned from the documentary were extremely difficult to create, seemed janky and not fun to play at first blush. 
But after discovering how each system was bent to these young game devs' will to make Karataka work, it was at least fun to spot the differences, if not actually fun to play through the whole original games. Even if it's not fun to play through these many iterations of Karataka, however, you can instead just watch them. A perfect playthrough is included, and you can assume control of it anytime, and several playthroughs you can watch have commentary tracks of their own. The original content itself is admittedly simplistic. People involved in the original Karataka, fans, and other commentators are shot against an austere studio backdrop or in their lived-in homes. It doesn't scream high-budget. However, the jankiness melts away with the documentary's most perfect moments, those between Jordan Mechner and his father, Francis, who sits at a piano and recalls in precise detail breakthrough moments in his son's early, again, high school and college, development career. These scenes are breathtakingly sweet. Kratos has nothing on video games' best dad, Francis Mechner, who supported his son unconditionally through pursuing his passions. In fact, the elder Mechner not only suggested the rotoscoping technique that led to Karataka's cutting-edge animation, but he put on his wife's gi and clambered onto a car to help Jordan get frames. Francis composed Karataka's music and then worked with his son on getting the buzzes and beeps of the Apple II to sound like music. No small feat. When Jordan demanded quarters, which in 1980 had the same buying power as a dollar today, for the arcade, he doled them out like his endless patience, excited encouragement, and total engagement with his son's interests. So much so that Jordan at one point asked why his father was so supportive of such a complete distraction from school. Why? His father tells him it's important to encourage a child's interests, and that it usually turns out okay. That is some powerful parenting. Before playing the making of Karataka, I had no interest in Karataka beyond it being a historical stepping stone to Prince of Persia. But I get it now. I see its many parts. The animation that was hand-drawn from Jordan Mechner's snapshots of his family's karate instructor, the music that began as a fatherly lesson in Wagner's leitmotifs, and the cinematic framing of a story that cuts between scenes in a far more complicated way than, say, the they-meet cutscene in Miss Pac-Man. Karataka is significant, but the story behind it is remarkable, and the making of Karataka tells that story in the coolest way possible. The making of Karataka's IGN score? 9. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest The Making of Karataka updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.